You're listening to It's Always Brunch with Megan and Shannon, where two single gal pals talk all things dating, sex, relationships, and love with a side of sass. Here we keep it real and open up about our own experiences while offering advice and empowering you to own your shit and take charge of your love life. So grab a mega mimosa and let's get into some shenanigans. Cheers. Hey, Megan. How are you today? Oh, hey, Shannon. We're here for a quickie. A little quickie. A little quickie. Our first one. We decided that we want to expand on a little bit of what we touched on in our last episode, which was more focused on STIs, conversation and such. We want to talk a little bit more about contraception in this one, just to expand a bit, slash birth control, whatever you'd like to call it. (laughs) Same thing. Yeah. Right. Well, I think of it in the same way as a contraceptive is to essentially intercept, you know, a pregnancy potential. Um, yeah. It's not just that though, right? When it says like birth, birth control, control, it's just a weird name. Can we rename it? These, these like old terms. I'm just like, ew, can we call it something else? Yeah. <laughs> sure. What do you want to call it? I don't know. I'm like, wait a minute. I don't have anything good. I yeah. I get really into vocabulary and terms and I'm like, mm, I don't have a good one for this. I didn't really think of that ahead of time. But anyway, yeah, it's not just to prevent the birth of a child, meaning getting pregnant. It's to prevent, as we discussed, STIs. Yeah. So, so let's talk about it. Yeah. And one of the things that we didn't talk too much about it because we were focusing mostly on the STIs and um, different things about preventing that. So it was mostly focused on condoms, but, um, there's a whole lot of other things going on in the world as to (laughs) what people think and maybe why they're not using condoms because they're thinking more in the frame of mind about birth control rather than condoms as a use for sexual health, although condoms are also used for birth control. So correct. Both. Um, and I think that's what, what I had referenced in that episode is the 90% of men over 50 don't wear condoms. I think it's because they're like, Oh, I can't get somebody pregnant or they can't get pregnant. No, no, no. We're talking of like overall contraception and, and health is, is very important. And this is a real, should be a mutual conversation. Yes. Do you have condoms? Like, are you prepared? Like you both should be prepared, you know, like you should be having that conversation obviously. And also I just, I don't want to hear some bullshit that you don't want to wear a condom because (laughs) (laughs) good Lord. I mean, it's just, I mean, back in the day when we were younger, it was like, oh, you know, you would hear stories like, oh, they don't want to wear a condom because it doesn't feel the same. And listen, it doesn't matter. You need to wrap it up and be, be wearing one of those. And I think nowadays, you know, the technology has come really far. Like there's so many different yeah. types and kinds and don't give me something about how you can't feel like, of course, it's not going to necessarily feel the same, but guess what? If you want to have sex with me, you're welcome. You need to work on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think there is irrefutable evidence from my own exploration that, um, yeah, a uh, man can definitely feel all the good things when using a condom because the evidence is there, right? Like 
Yeah. So ejaculation happens. So obviously there's feeling there's things that are working. So no, um, I don't buy that. And I feel like it's almost even worse now that we're older that you hear this. Mm -hmm. Like I was with someone who was like, yeah, I haven't worn a condom in years. And I was like, and your point is, you know what I mean? And it just was like, put it on. And he's like, well, I don't know how to do that. And so then I was doing all the work and then it was a whole thing. And I was just like, I don't like, I need you to take this also take this responsibility. Yes. A conversation. I, when I look back on it would have been (laughs) beneficial to have versus (laughs) like being all fucking stealth and like, you know, that kind of thing. Like, no, that person needs to, needs to take response. And if you don't, if you haven't worn a condom in a while, which is very possible, if for whatever reason, hopefully it's that you were in a committed relationship and you, you know, weren't sleeping with multiple people and not getting tested and, you know, those things that we had talked about, but, um, it's like, all right, we'll take responsibility practice. Well, yeah. you know, when you're masturbating, get the condom out and practice. Cause you need to know how to do this too. I mean, it's for both of us, you know, I actually had an experience, um, with someone that, wasn't used to wearing condoms and we were getting intimate and condom would go on, lose the erection. I'm not sure why, but so I guess it's just because of that, not being comfortable or really having experienced that a whole lot. And it's like, okay, we'll practice this at home. Yeah. Like, and there's also a mental component here too. Like, so yeah. it's yeah, find the out, mind thinking. Exactly. So find out what that is. And if you're just like anything negative, if you're telling yourself that you're not going to have a good experience, that you're not going to be able to feel it, that you're not going to be able to get hard, like that's going to be your reality, you know? Right. So you need <clears> to <throat> mentally prep and get yourself into that space. And I don't know. I just feel like, why is this such a big deal? Yeah. So if, if you find yourself, if you're a man and, or a woman who is in partnership with a man, and if you feel like you don't enjoy it or you couldn't enjoy it, or, you know, you lose your erection when a condom goes on, practice it. When you masturbate, put a condom on when you masturbate, like just start exploring and experiencing it. Absolutely. Yeah. And find out it's your responsibility too to find out what condoms you like, try new different ones, what works for you. And then also keep in mind that you're going to want to try what also works for your partner. Cause hello, we have feelings too. And (laughs) (laughs) we want to feel the things too. It's not just about the man. Again, it goes back to this mutual responsibility, this mutual experience that you're having together it's mm-hmm. both of you, right? So what's going to work for both of you? Super important to have those right. conversations. Just for any, maybe there's some men listening to our podcast. Um, I think it's, as a woman, it's I've had experiences where it's been put on me that, oh, I don't want to wear it. Or the shitty part is like when you're in the heat of the moment and then they don't want to put it on or they take it off or some stupid shit. And you're just like, wait, what? Like, all things, all systems should shut down if that's happening, by the way. But I've, yes. you know, <laughs> I've been from ex- my experience, they 100% will, because I know I've had the conversation, like the pre-sex conversation around sexual health 
and all these things and like using condoms. Yeah. And when you get down to it and they actually don't put one on and yeah. start to have sex with you, I'm like, uh-uh. okay. no, nope. nope, nope, we're nope. done here. Now, unfortunately, I haven't done that before. <laughs> and I've been a couple of times I've had experiences where just, you know, clearly obviously being honest and sharing here is um, I went and took the plan B pill and mm-hmm. also super fucking shitty to have to go and do that because not only has the other person didn't take responsibility for any of this and didn't give a fuck when I had the conversation with him. Uh, I went, had to get this pill and I'm, this was, you know, a while ago, but like, so I do everything naturally now for my body and everything that's wrecking my body. First of all, you don't seem to give a shit. Like you're not like, Hey, I'll go with you. I'll pay for it. You know, I'm taking responsibility. Uh, I did that all on my own and wrecked my body in the process, you know, which I'm not, you know, happy about, but it's like, if the other person is just like not giving a shit, that's just like, I'm out. Like I would never fucking do that again. Never. Yeah. I've, I've been in the same situation, um, where like either a condom has broken or yeah. I mean, that something like that happened before I was really like solid in my boundaries around condom mm-hmm. use or had something pre-existing with just like one person. Um, There are times when I've had to go and get like a plan B pill. And honestly, like, I don't want to have to do that. I made a concerted effort through the years of taking better care of my health and my body and what's going on with my hormones. And honestly, you know, through my younger years, and I think this is kind of the frame of maybe why people over their, you know, forties and fifties don't use condoms is because of being of the mindset. And we as women have also have this mindset is like, we're going to take responsibility because we either don't want to have a child at this time or something like that. So I think women have over the years taken responsibility for the birth control process, Mm -hmm. um, contraceptive process, whether it's through taking a pill or an IUD or something like that. It's, it's really fallen on um, women taking responsibility over the reproduction because they're the ones who have to carry the baby and like be pregnant. And it doesn't mean that both people aren't responsible when a birth actually happens. That's not what I'm trying to get into, but it's about the general consensus. Like once birth control pills actually were created legal and readily available, it's become a woman's responsibility to take care of this. Mm-hmm. And that's not cool in my no. opinion at this point. No. no, You know, like I don't want to wreck my body. Besides plan B is freaking expensive. Yeah. It's like $40, $50 for one pill. That's mm-hmm. ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And 
it really wrecks your cycle and your hormones and your body. Well, like I'm not dispensing medical advice. This is how I personally feel and what my experience has been. Sure. Sure. I mean, at least it's available. Like that's at least it's available. Let's talk about like, at least things have, you know, progressed in that we can actually get that over the counter. I'm not saying Mm -hmm. that's the right answer, but uh, you know, it, it's a thing. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, the other thing too, I think is, um, vasectomies, right? So there are men that have had the, the, you know, and I've had that experience. I think also they think they they've had that, so they don't have to wear a condom. Yes. Because they're thinking <laughs> about birth prevention rather than right. like, I can't like get someone pregnant, I'm all good, but I got tested, but that I, that my sperm aren't going to pro- procreate, but you're like, yeah, but that's not, again, it's not just about preventing pregnancy. It's not just about that, but if we're, so we talked about a lot of the sexual health and STIs in the previous podcast, which is why, even if you've had a vasectomy, if you've got a new partner and you're testing it, like condoms may still be a part of your life. So this isn't just about birth control, but in the case of vasectomies, mm-hmm. I applaud that. I yeah. am thankful when yeah. men who don't want any more children get a vasectomy. Yeah, just do it. I have dated people who don't want any more children, don't want to use condoms. Don't mm-hmm. have a vasectomy. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? What are you doing? Like, where's <laughs> yeah. your responsibility in this? If yeah, where's there's your no, responsibility? Like, there isn't. There aren't any <clears throat> health implicate. Uh, excuse me, health implications of doing that, right? No, getting a vasectomy. No, no, okay. it's pretty routine. Yeah, and the men I've um, talked to that have had it, they're like, it's really not a big deal. <laughs> Yeah. You're uncomfortable for a day. Like, honestly, speaking from a woman's perspective, getting an IUD placed or removed, that's, that's probably the same amount of difficulty that a man deals with, with a vasectomy. And they only have to deal with that once. Once exactly. And think about all the things that we have to go through all the time, like even outside of an IUD there's a lot Mm -hmm. that goes on here. Like, so it's one time for you and you're done. So just do that. Do us a favor and do that. Yeah. I personally got off of, um, I was on birth control pretty much my whole reproductive life because I had terrible menstrual cycles when I was young. And one of the therapies for that was taking birth control to, Mm -hmm. um, help lessen the symptoms and side effects. Well, so pretty much from the time that time until in my forties, early forties, I'd been on birth control pretty much all of those years. Mm -hmm. And just thinking about all of those um, synthetic hormonal things yeah, that no, were going you. on in my body. Mm-mm. I was just, I was done with it. 
I was done with it. I wanted to actually get in tune with my body in a natural state and that wasn't going to be helping me. Yeah, same. So I initially went on birth control when I was pretty young. I mean, I was very young because I wasn't getting my period. And the reason I wasn't getting my period is because I wasn't eating. (laughs) Mm -hmm. The doctor was just like, here, take birth control. And I was like, looking back on it now, and there's a lot more information and education on birth control now, but it was like, that's so fucked up. Take a birth control pill to get your period. It was like, there was no question about what's going on with your body. I I was on birth control for many, many, many years. And um, I mean, I've been off of it for, for a long time now, but yeah, same, same. I feel the same way that you do. It's just like, I want my body in the most natural state I possibly can be in. And I was with somebody, um, the person that I had mentioned about who didn't want to wear the, uh, one of the two I just mentioned about who didn't want to wear a condom. And um, I, he's like, um, just go on birth control. And I was just like, first of all, the answer can't be all be on my side. That's not okay. And I was like, I'm not taking, I'm, I told him multiple times. I am not, which is ridiculous that I had to do this. I said, I'm not putting hormones into my body and same with the IUD. Cause I got the, the copper IUD put in, mm-hmm. which I'm side note about to have taken out because I don't feel good on it. But, um, I did that. So I wouldn't have the hormones. And he's like, well, I talked to my friend who's a doctor and he's just like, why don't you just get the hormonal one? And I was like, it was very strange to me that he was pushing the hormone stuff. And I'm like, do you not understand like how this fucks up my body? Like, yeah. So messed up. like, and why don't you just put a condom on or why don't you just have a, that's probably what I should have fucking said. (laughs) Why? Like let's, so this is the thing is that I think we have over the years, like society, women and men gotten so used to women covering this side of the street. Yeah. As far as birth control goes. So I think it's like, well, now I, I can enjoy all the things and it's like, you can easily take this thing every day. One, it doesn't have the efficacy that a lot of people think because there's human error and it's not just human error. Like somebody like misses a pill or intentionally does. Um, Some people do something like that. (laughs) It's not that there's other things that play like other medications that a woman can take, like if she's on birth control, there's other like antibiotics for one can counteract the actual hormonal Mm -hmm. efficacy of birth control pills and other birth control devices like IUD, like that are hormonal based. But um, there's also things like illness. Mm -hmm. Like if you have the flu and you're still taking your pill, if that's like, as an one kind of reference point, if you actually vomit because you have like a stomach virus or flu, well, you're not going to be getting that level of hormones. So there's so many things that can disrupt the efficacy of actual birth control pills. And here's the other bad side of it 
as to why I think this needs to be mutual responsibility is because then if some of those things happen, then there's like this blame shifting, like, well, you didn't take care of things. And it's like, well, you know what, mister, you didn't either. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's so important that this is a, is a mutual conversation. I mean, it's not, and, and also there are men that don't have this for the, the things you just listed out. They don't know that that's a thing. And I'm like, they should be educated on it. And also, you know, okay, let's have the conversation. I can tell you some things I would like for you to go do some research, but I can give you some information. I was with someone who basically what he said to me was, um, you're not very sexual and you don't want to have sex. So it's probably because you're on the birth control pill. So I think you should get off of the pill. And I was like, are you fucking? <laughs> and at the time, I mean, I was younger at the time. I was like, oh my gosh, like he might have a point. And I did. I went off of, I went off of the pill and I look back on it now and I'm like, fuck that. Okay. So my initial response when you were <laughs> saying that was like, oh, right. Oh, oh, but oh, hell no. I've been, I've been there in that same point is like, because then when my libido in or sexual interest Mm -hmm. was called into question, Mm -hmm. it was something's wrong with you, me, of course. Yeah. And what was happening with me, Uh not, not the relationship. Yeah. And what he said to me was, well, you know what he said to me? He was like, well, all good on my side because I always want to have sex with you. I was like, is that supposed to be a turn on that you're telling me you always want to have sex with me? That's no, you're not taking any fucking responsibility, you know? And I remember the time when I asked him about like doing things for me because I'm like the romantic type. I like baths and candles and shit. Mm-hmm. I still to this day have not had a man do that for me, but whatever. Um <laughs> So Uh I just do it. So, so, and I had said to him, I was like, you know, I just like, can you think to like light a candle or something like that? And I I was, it was specific to candles. It wasn't like about the bath, but he's just like, well, I just don't think to do that. And I'm like, um, okay. This actually goes into love languages, which we'll do a separate um, episode on. Yeah. But this is the whole idea of the um, man being the microwave ready to turn it on like that. And the woman being yeah. like the slow cooker, the the crock yeah. pot that yeah. it takes a while. Yeah. Like, and it's all scientifically ba- backed that that's a thing. But like, think about your person and your partner. Don't you want them to feel good? You don't yeah. you're not just like off the hook because you want to have sex all the time. That's we like having sex too. But like, we also like to be nurtured in a certain way, like rev us up, you know, like. I don't, you just don't stick it in and we're good. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's not, no. (laughs) It's Mm. rare that that's the way a woman wants it, but it happens. No, no fucking no, no way. It's rare. (laughs) Okay. So I have some fun things. Um, to some fun sayings about I like to be <laughs> continue. <laughs> I have some funny sayings that I looked up about wearing a condom, like how some funny little sayings. Okay, get ready. Don't be silly, wrap your willy. 
<laughs> if you think she's spunky, cover your monkey. <laughs> Love is cleaner with a packaged wiener. <laughs> cover your stump before you hump. God, I hope it's not a stump. If you're gonna get if you're gonna sack it, go home and whack it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get that one. Oh, sorry. Not if you're sure. not, if you're not, oh, if you're not gonna you're sack not, it, whack I'm 100 sober right now, but I've had a fuck ton of caffeine. If you're not gonna <laughs> sack it, go home and whack it. Wrap it in foil before you check her oil. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you can't go. Oh, wrong. that's such a dude kind of one, right? For sure. You can't go wrong if you shield your dong. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't dumb. wear a t-shirt with that one on it. No, you wouldn't? Just okay. saying. That's not my favorite. I don't like the word. I don't like the word dong. Um, no glove. It reminds no me of 16 candles. I was just going to say the same thing. You're like, that's not what I want to think about when I think about a penis. Um, no. <laughs> no glove, no love. I've heard that one. Don't be a fool. Cover your tool. <laughs> Sock that wang before you bang. <laughs> I don't think right. I like I'm going to have to like pick some of my favorites out of that. There were a couple of really good ones and there were ones that I'm like, that doesn't appeal to me. Yeah. <laughs> so much it's ones. really funny. I never knew that there were so many different words <laughs> to reference a penis, I suppose, but I actually prefer the word schlong to dong i don't song <laughs> wasn't don't even in there i wonder i why. know i was in there i oh. i think that we need to create something although like anyways the thing is is i don't care what you call it just wrap it up which we're gonna do right now wrap it up thanks for joining us for the quickie cheers cheers thanks for listening to today's episode Clearly, we had a good time. If it was good for you too, please like, follow, and subscribe to the pod to get notified of next week's juicy episodes so you'll keep coming back for more. Also, feel free to leave us a hot review and tell us what you love about the show. It also helps others discover us and spread the word. If you want to go deeper, follow us on Instagram at It's Always Brunch Pod and send us a DM or leave us a voice note with any questions, thoughts, or topics. And you don't have to keep it clean, but no DPs, please. <laughs> We'd love to satisfy your curiosities. <laughs> Until, Until next time, time cheers. cheers.